podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening everyone, welcome to Club at 22, your Rangers podcast. I am your host this evening, Ryan Haymarch, and hopefully my Wi-Fi lasts longer than KMR Roof's Fitness. Uh, we are live on YouTube this evening, if you can all get involved in uh, the comments and get your questions into the guys. Uh, just a wee plug for us as well, we have mentioned it a few times that we have uh, passed uh, 1 million views on YouTube, but to support us to the next million, if you can subscribe to the channel, drop us a like, um, that would be very much appreciated. And of course, share the podcast as well with your friends if you can. Um, also, to support us to the next level, you can join the YouTube channel for as little as 99 pence a month. And you can also buy the podcast a coffee uh, by joining the Coffee Le- Legend membership via buymeacoffee.com. That's buymeacoffee.com. All the links are in the description for the podcast. And even if you want to leave a wee comment and tell us why you've bought us a coffee, if you've got a favourite podder on here, i.e. Scotia, um, you can put a wee comment there and say you've bought him a coffee. So don't feel under pressure to buy the four of us a coffee. We appreciate any donations. It is really, honestly, really appreciated. So let's introduce the guys, not the need introduced. Uh, firstly is Mr Ali Pearson. Ali, how's your week been this week, mate? That's been not bad. The Rangers didn't ruin it. They surprised, surprised me Wednesday with that fantastic performance, which we'll probably talk about. But um, no, it's been a good week, and I'm looking forward to, to Sunday. Decent kickoff time as well, so looking forward to it. Yeah, same here. And is it right? Is that Love Island coming to an end this weekend, or is it next weekend? I, Ryan, I'll be honest, I sacked it about a week ago. I Ooh. sacked it. I gave in. So, so a part-time supporter then? Maybe I part time support of Love Island I so they'll, they'll be absolutely raging at me that I don't fully commit to it, but no, I've binned it. Rumours are they've not recruited well in the summer, but I'll leave <laughs> that to you. Maybe we can do that. We can do that in another podcast. Uh, next up is Scotia Gamble. How are you this week, mate? I'm I'm good, Ryan. Thank you. Yes, um, as Sally says, fairly enjoyable during the week there. Um, I love the week cameo by Mr Carney as well during that pod that we've done after the game. Um, no, absolutely fine. And I'm um, looking forward to Sunday, like Ali says. Good man, good man. And last but not least, if you can do it in sign language, mate, how are you feeling? I hope you're feeling better. I'm feeling slightly better. As you can tell by my voice, I'm not fully there yet. Um, I've seem to have just lost my voice, which is weird now, but I'm better than what I was. But yes, I was in my sick bed the past couple of days, unfortunately. Uh, and then pulled my back this morning, which getting out the getting out the car at work, which is just tremendous. Definitely think it's came out with um what do they call it? Sympathy pains. Uh, sympathy pains that I'm getting for them. But aye, it's been a, a hell of a week in terms of me personally, but it's been absolutely fantastic with uh, the performance that Rangers put in on Wednesday night. So yes, looking forward to getting into this, mate. Yeah, I mean, we all get colds and man flus and whatever, but at least you didn't uh, put a black and white picture of yourself on your Instagram. Um, as that's, away, that'll, but... that, that'll come tonight, mate. That'll come tonight. <laughs> that'll come tonight. No worries. That's good. <laughs> right, well, everyone, we're here. To, we're going to discuss the Hibs game and obviously the upcoming uh, Rafe Rovers game on Sunday. Um, 
Ali and Scotia both did a reaction pod on Wednesday night after a fantastic victory for us uh, through Edinburgh once again. We seem to keep our, our best football through there. But I will come to you again, Carly, just for a bit of a, a bit of torture for your throat. Maybe it'll break it in actually. Um <laughs> the boy the boys um did a good uh, pod after it just kinda of gives us a reaction to it. Rangers played very well on Wednesday, I thought, mate. I thought the <clears throat> you can see the intensity of their game, moving, breaking the lines, fast, hungry, everything we want for a Rangers team. What was your thoughts on it? It was everything we know this team can do. Um, we know that we've got decent enough players in order to play that, that type of football. I thought Rangers were fantastic. I really do. I thought we were great. I thought it was a shaky start. I see, I've seen a lot of people say that the, the stadium was kind of full of emotion, and it probably was to a certain extent. But um, obviously, again, they'll put my negative in at the start. We have to go behind before we kick into gear and start doing something. But that kind of, I think that's maybe a coincidence more than anything else that that happened on um happened on Wednesday night because everything else after that was brilliant. To a man, Rangers were superb. Alan McGregor didn't do anything that entire night. I think he only picked the ball out the net. He didn't do anything else. Rangers were great. Um I'm so delighted to see it. And it's the we've said we said it in the Hearts game, but it, it's true. It's the benchmark. It's what we should be aiming for on a, a more consistent basis. And I think the consistency bit is the bit that needs worked on. We know these players have it in them. We really do. Um, but I was mightily impressed by a, a number of players. Um, Ryan Jack, Cantwell, Raskin. The, a fantastic midfield to watch really is brilliant in the front three um, as you say I was slating fast and Sakala in the first 20 minutes and then after that I'm going but guys got a shout to be man of the match so no in terms of what we've seen it was very very enjoyable very enjoyable certainly made me feel a bit better um, that's for sure and more of that please Mr Rangers Yes it's medicine that we all could do with is, is Rangers play like that for a wee run uh, that's for sure um, Scotia Carney kind of alluded to the midfield there and how that kind of changed things. Um, and he's absolutely spot on. Cantwell, Raskin and Jack all turned up on Wednesday night and were absolutely absolutely brilliant, the three of them. Do you think that midfield just added a total needed freshness to the Rangers team on Wednesday? He's on mute. First blooper of the night, Scotia, I'll take that one. He had, do you know, he's man of match as well on Wednesday. He's ma- uh, was it Wednesday uh, or Tuesday? He's man of match on Tuesday. He's straight back down the breaking order. I'll just move on to Ali. No, I'm only joking, Scotia. Uh, <laughs> what, what did you think of the midfield, uh, mate? It was the word I was looking for there was the, the vibrancy in the midfield. And that's what you got. You got the energy from Jack, and you can see Raskin and Cantwell doing what they look like they're going to be doing. And Cantwell's now given us a big problem in a few areas in terms of do we do this, do we do that? Um, I was thoroughly impressed with them all. I mean, we said this again. I know you didn't see the first half of the Kelly game. But I thought they were all the three of them were really good in that first half against Kelly. This time it was the almost up until they all get subbed. It was cracking from all three of them. And Ryan, I thought Ryan Jack had an absolute masterclass in the middle of the park, which he, he likes to do every now and again at this time of the year. Yeah, it was really good. I think. I think Ryan Jack, I've mentioned a few times, and I've probably said it in the chat as well, and I think the commentator, was it was it that Tom guy that was the commentator on the, the telly I watched abroad the other night there? I think it was. <laughs> and it was, um, he mentioned how, and I'm taking this, I think he stole off this podcast, Ryan Jack, for me, boys, is the best midfielder that we have to cover James Tavernier on the right. He, he, 
he does it so well. He's done it so well for years, and you can tell Tavernier gets caught out a lot when Jack isn't there, and he just seems to read, read Tavernier's game really well. Ali, the midfield for me was the big change. I think we probably all thought to ourselves after the game, that's why you should have picked that midfield in the cup final deal. That's where you got it wrong. It's clear as a nose in your face. Um, what did you think of the midfield? Do you think that's where the, where the key change was? Yeah, that's why I've won the, the fourth top. Break the lines. <laughs> um, because we finally are breaking the lines. It's um, it's refreshing to see it. The movement. It's, it's a movement off the ball as well. When they pass, they move. They don't just stand still and just to say, I've done my job. It's, it's The three of them... Um, Jack, I was speaking to Stuart Marks, Jack, uh, Cantwell and Raskin, they look like they've played together for for months. And it's, it's not as if it's, it doesn't look like a new midfield. They've got an understanding and I said it in the post-match, we've got to play this midfield going forward. That's the midfield for me going forward. Yes, Tillman will come in. He might push Cantwell out, Sakal will drop out for certain games, but that's the midfield for me. We've got to go with that going forward and it just shows you Maybe if we brought these boys in a week, two weeks earlier before that cup final, they would have played in the cup final potentially. But it just shows you what we were missing that cup final because there was fully energy. The cup final for me, we lacked energy. We looked lethargic. You look at the midfield now, there's an energy about it, a buzz about it. And um, I thought they were fantastic. I thought they were all fantastic on, on Wednesday. I thought I fell on the Gregor had nothing to do. Flapped at something near the end. <laughs> that, 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 that was only the only thing McGregor had to do. But... Um, no, it was a joy to watch on Wednesday night and how many times have we said that this season? Um, I think you're probably counting two fingers, mate, to be honest with you. Let's hope it's three uh, come probably this time on, on Sunday. Carney, you mentioned uh, the enigma, the man that we hmm. seem to speak about every second week and yeah. he is unbelievable because, but he's <laughs> worth talking about. He is because he gives... He gives those Rangers fans a good headache, um, if I'm honest. Fashion Sakala, um, I don't really, I don't really know how he, you're not running out of superlatives. You're just running out of, I don't know. He's just a, a footballer I've never seen before. He was great again on Wednesday, so the chances are he'll fall off the face of the earth on Sunday. However, <laughs> his numbers may are are better than Kent's, I believe now. What do we do with Fashion Sakala, mate? You tell me exactly what we do with him. It's a difficult one, mate, because I think after um, a few disappointing performances that we've seen, I'm on record with the lads after it going, mm-hmm. he's not good enough to be here. We need to stop persevering and the hot and cold performances isn't going to be enough. But then he'll put in performances like Wednesday night and I just thought he was... He took a bit of time, he did. He made a few, he made a few Sakala moments and then he, he turned into... He just started playing like a world beater. I am, I'm shocked Hibs gave him as much space as they did. I think that really helped him because Hibs were constantly leaving him. Whether they couldn't track him, whether they didn't have the legs to track him, I don't know. But I thought he was terrific and I thought he was in for a, a shout for man of the match. Um, I don't think there's really any doubt. I think a number of players were. I think with the way that he's took that goal that he scored, it's, it's a fantastic finish. It really is. To have the, the head turned on, the ball comes to him from Jack's header, he just drops his shoulder, completely turns the defender, sends him the wrong way, and he doesn't just like, 
he, he knows where he's putting it. He knows exactly what he's about to do, and he buries it. It's a terrific, terrific goal. And I think you can see he's well-liked around the club. I, I don't think he's ever going to change. I'm not going to lie. I mean, we were talking about it. Um, I think me and Ali were speaking about it, that he's 26 now. He's not young. He, you can't class him as raw. We have to move past the stage of Sakala as raw. He's not raw. This is exactly the player that he's going to be. Do I think we can get better for the money we spent on him? I don't think, I, don't, I doubt it. I doubt it. I, I think we would need to invest quite seriously in that position in order to get somebody that will do what he can do when he's on form. But he's a he's a difficult one. He's hard. He, I mean, I don't I don't dislike the guy. I don't at all. He, you couldn't. Um, he's very infectious. You can see that. Uh, and you can see that he's well liked within the club. But the... It's a hard one to decide what to do with him going forward. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think I think Bill sees a future for him here. And if he continues to put in performances like Wednesday night, then you can't. I'll take four or five Sakala moments if I'm still if I'm going to get goals like that. And I'm going to get performances and what two assists, two assists and a goal from Fashion Sakala on Wednesday night. I mean, it's terrific, and especially his second assist. His second assist for Trollax, um second goal, it's brilliant because he just doesn't give up. There's about 20 Hibs players in that box, and we were still going to score no matter what. It was it was really, really pleasing to see. And I think he might be a, a confidence player as well. I think he might need the rest of the team to be playing well in order for him to play really well. Because Ryan, me and you sat on the gantry that night and we watched Fashion Sakala in that cup game. And I was going, what is this? What, who is this guy? What's happened to him? Why is he playing for us? But in terms of, um, in terms of Wednesday night, mate... Just he ha- he has to, and it's the, it's the whole thing. It's probably going to be my my word of the podcast, mate. Is consistency. He needs to do it consistently, and the, the the whole team need to consistently perform like that. We perform like that against any team in this league. As he's winning the league, he, not not at a canter, but I think it would be much more competitive than what it looks like on paper right now. So no, Sakala. I don't think he'll go anywhere. Put it that way. I don't think he'll go anywhere. But you have to give him credit for a fantastic performance on Wednesday. Yeah, he was fantastic and he does deserve the credit. Um, I think he makes, makes some really good points here and I don't know why this guy came into my head, but the, the only player I can think that I've seen in my time, I've seen someone mention Ted McMinn. He's a, he's a he's an African Ted McMinn, which is a good shout out of what I heard about Ted McMinn. I was actually as uh, his testimonial down at Derby years ago, but that was just for a, a piss up more than anything else. Um, but the only player that I can think in my lifetime is Gabriel Amato. Gabriel Matt was very rogue and, and would frustrate the life out of you, but then we come up with a moment of absolute brilliance and and, and Sakala is, is very much like that. Ali Carly makes good points there about his numbers. We criticise, I think we've all criticised Ryan Kent for his poor numbers, assists, goals. Doesn't matter really how Sakala plays. If his numbers continue like this, you surely just have to stick with him. He's the best option for this season at the moment. I'd you're saying a mile. I'd I'd put him to like a natural Novo type. Yeah. Now I mean Novo scored big goals for Rangers against Celtic and scored them in cup finals. Famous one to take straight <laughs> to Manchester. So he's similar to Novo because Novo went through frustrating spells at one point, but somehow looked brilliant at other points. So that's what Sakala is. I don't think he's going to be this complete player that we're looking for. I think we'll get games like we did on Wednesday night and games like you were talking about against uh, Queen and the I think these will come with Sakala, but he's the best option. 
you, you, the right hand side's been a, a, an issue for us for years now, probably since Kandias at a point. Um, we've tried on team players out there. He's the guy with the shirt and he's he's contributing to the team though, Ryan. It's not as if he's just out there playing well, he's contributing assists, goals, scored against Celtic as well. So he's he's becoming a big player for us this season. Going forward next season, I still think we need somebody for that side. I think he's a great squad option for next season. We've got guys like Scott Wright. Again, we've tried him, but he really doesn't do much when he started. He's a great impact player. <laughs> Matondo, if I dare say it, is, was brought in for was brought in for that side. We've not really seen him under Beal. I know he's back now. We may see him on Sunday. So it's Sakala's shirt to lose. The only re, the only way I can see him coming out of the team is when we play teams that maybe sit in. And he'll play a Cantwell or a Tillman out there and he'll take Sakala off because there's not much space. Um, thanks very much, Racy, as well. That's greatly appreciated. But um, I love him, Ryan. I mean, you know I love him on a Saturday night. I phone you up with a Shakira Waka Waka just to keep you happy. So, um, yeah, great numbers for Sakala. I can't criticise the guy. You know what he is. That's what he is. We all know what he is. But he's contributing and that's the major thing for the team. Yeah, I totally agree. I think I just don't think you can. You need to just stick with him because his numbers, his numbers are. Someone made the, the point there, and apologies, I've missed your comment, but it's it's a great shout to say that he possibly is more consistent than Ryan Kent because Ryan Kent is such a poor season. Where Sakala has this sounds really bad here. My mum will give me into trouble if she's watching this, but he's been consistently inconsistent. If you mean you know what you're going to get with him. You know if he plays well one game and scores, he probably chances are he's not going to do it the next game. But you know you'll get goals and assists over maybe the course of five games. So, yeah, you've got to stick with him, I think. Uh, just finally touching on him, Scotia. I think it was Carney had mentioned it. And, yes, sorry, I forgot to say, Ray, Ray C, thank you so much for that contribution, mate. It's amazing. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, Scotia, the finish from Sakala is extremely cute. I think if it was Morelos or Cholak, we'd be talking about it a lot more. It is very intelligent, clever now. Oh no, it is, and I've seen this on Twitter, so I'm stealing this, whoever I've seen it on Twitter is, is Sakala the best shite footballer you've ever seen, or the worst world beater you've ever seen? He's, he's somewhere in the middle there, like the way he plays, he's sometimes he's absolutely incredible, sometimes he's absolutely frustrating, and like you're shouting at him, going, what are you doing? Um, He's immense, and his numbers, like you were mentioning about there, um, last season, I think he got seven goals, two assists. Guess who he scored against first, Alistair? What are you on about here? Cheers, Lorraine. Oh, thank you, Lorraine. Sorry, I didn't see that again. Amazing. Sorry about what you're saying there again, Scotia. Sakala's first goal. Who do you think he scored against? Was the first goal? Oh, you're putting it to me now. Aberdeen, I'm going to guess. No, you've his team, Motherwell. Motherwell, he scored against Motherwell um, when he first came in. Um, anyway, I beat seven goals last season, two assists. This season, I think he's now on six goals, eight assists. See the stuff that he's doing, mate. Like he's playing as that kind of second striker to kind of what we wanted to see. What I would like to see. Cholak and Morelos do, but clearly that's not an option. We'll probably come on to what other reasons why that's not an option. 
but he's doing it really, really well. And yes, is he raw? I know what Carney was saying that he's older now, he's what 26, but I still think he's raw. I think it's just, I think he just gets the ball and gets a wee bit excited. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, I mean, Sakala had good numbers. Um, was it Oostend that he was out with in Belgium? Uh, yeah, Belgium. it was, yeah. Sorry, not Belgium. Yeah, so out in Oostend. I think he had pretty decent numbers there as well. And that was what he would have been between the ages, what, 22, 24? So, no, take what you can kind of get because you want that wee bit of chaos, I think. I agree. And him and Cholak, for me, to the end of the season, that's what I would play, but that's just my opinion. Moving on um, from Wednesday night's game, which was great, and we could talk about it a lot longer because there was a lot more. There's some great performances in there, not just by the midfielders, <clears throat> but I want to talk about a few transfer rumours that, that, that did break on social media today. In my opinion, probably both of them are, are nonsense, but um, they're worth talking about because we are looking at recruiting quite a few players in the summer, so we're going to get linked with everyone um, coming up. So, firstly, the first player I want to talk about was an incoming was Scott McTominay. I think it was Scotia broke it on the chat today. A strange one for me. Um, I personally, I don't highly rate Scott McTominay. Probably do a job up here, but I think the link came from Paul Parker, who used to play with my um, United. I think the link was he got asked him about McTominay going to Scotland. Would he maybe go to Celtic? And he said uh, not good enough for Celtic, but he'd maybe get a game with Rangers. Okay, Paul, um, and. I just want to run past you guys. If it was a possibility, I'll come to you first, Carney. Scott McTominay, do you rate him? And is that the kind of player we want to see next to Raskin? No, not for me. I don't get it. It's one of them ones that I'm like, I don't really I don't really understand why that would be who we would target. Um I think there is there is far too not baggage, baggage is the wrong word, but there's two, he's, he would be a high earner if for an order to come to us from where he's playing, for what he's getting for Man United, for him to come here, he would be going to the top bracket of players for us and I don't believe he's a, a top bracket of a player. Maybe that's because I'm kind of blinded by the fact that how good Ryan Jack was on Wednesday night and I think Ryan Jack's the future of Rangers all of a sudden again, but I, I, don't, I don't believe that he's what we should be targeting. I think there's... There's an easy link there, I think, to be made. As I say, he's obviously a Scottish player, so it's like, does the quota that Scotia, I think Scotia goes on about all the time. But I don't... He's not Scottish, though. He plays for Scotland, does he not? Ah, but he won't be trained in their leagues. It's like, how's Arfield Canadian? No, how's, how's Arfield Canadian? It's kind of one of those ones. It's trained in... Oh, right. Oh, right. Oh, right. Oh, oh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> there you go. It shows you how much I pay attention. I did not know that. Um, well, fair enough then. So, well, even even more so then. I don't understand it. I think I don't think we could get better, but I think we could get someone like Raskin in terms of there's potential there. Somebody that's raw, hungry, wanting it more um, than than McDominay. So for me, mate, no, it's a it's a I know. I just I think it's a bit of a it's a bit of a clickbait 
rumour for yeah. me. I would fully agree with that. That's what I thought as soon as it got put on the chat this morning. I thought clickbait for a number of reasons. I think I don't see Rangers being interested in a player like that for for a number of reasons, like the salary, etc. But I also see McTominay kind of be more of those players that will float about with your West Broms, your Norwiches, teams like that before he would even consider coming to Scotland. Um, just quickly on that one before I move on to the next transfer rumour that was and today, uh, Scotia McTominay, obviously you're a big Scotland fan, and he is a plastic Scotsman. Uh, so, <laughs> is he a good player, and would you take my eyebrows? No, well, it's funny you mention this, because I was speaking to Ali and the Viceroy. Carney, you might have left at this point, but I was speaking to him, I was looking at and seeing McTominay not getting a game for Man and I was like, would you take him? And like, There was nothing in this, I just said, would you take him? And Ali was like, hmm... Could we afford them? Basically, but then I look like Scotland are playing at the end of the month against Cyprus. My mid, um, the midfield that I would want is Jack McGregor and McGinn. That'd be my midfield. McTominay. I'm not here to talk about Scotland, Scotia. Don't be trying to hijack this. <laughs> no, this isn't your Scotland podcast. Come <laughs> on, kick him off. Get him, get him out, Sean. You're, ask, you're asking about then. McTominay would be the replacement for Jack if Gilmore's not there. So. That's where he is. I think um, I know his, um, his grandpa stays up in Helensburg, so maybe go around and have a cup of coffee with him tomorrow morning. Um, but no, nah, I'd prefer to see Ryan Jack get a contract extension and or fit Ryan Jack stay and play with us. Agreed. Ali, I think I know your answer to this one, mate. Um, it is clickbait. I totally agree with Carly. Scott McDormley, would you take him if it was a realistic target? Being Scotia, like he says, we had a wee brief discussion last week about it. I don't know where Scotia was going there. I thought he was going to go into the full Scotland team there for a minute. <laughs> just let myself in. But, um, no. Nah, I was, I, Ali, I was hanging over the eject button because I thought exactly the same. <laughs> I thought if he starts Scotland here, he's gone. You're going to love the end of March then, boys. Yeah, oh, he I... should be ejected for shaving that beard, honestly. Criminal. <laughs> anyway, that's another story, but... Uh, McTominay, no, he's been linked with, I think it was West Ham another week I've seen for £25 million. the wages he's on, no chance, he's at a good age down there as well, I agree with you Ryan, I can see him floating about these clubs down in England for the rest of his career, he looks one of the players, so nah, it's a no for me. Good, good. Um, and Stephen Gillespie, I'll take that any day, mate. Any day, uh, I think he would slot right in. Whereas, um, the next one I wanted to speak about, boys, which may be a bit more truth than, than that one, was the rumour that Alfredo Morelos is potentially signing a pre contract with Sevilla. Now, it's ironic because I was at the Sevilla game on Saturday night and I was actually thinking to myself, would Alfie fit in that team? Because I remember he was linked to him before. Carl, I'll come back to you. Morelos, for me, he's, he's definitely going. I think there's no doubt mm. about it. I don't I don't get the impression he's gave the club any indication he's going to stay. I think Alfie has looked to leave if the right club came along, the right suitor came along in the past few windows. Sevilla, Alfredo Morelos, would that be a good match? Yeah, firstly, I agree. I think I think Morelos's time is coming to an end. It's looking more and more and more likely. Um, I know, obviously, we're reading between the lines here, but I think you can even tell by some of Bill's comments that 
Morelos understands why Cholak's playing in front of him and stuff. I know we'll come on to the pressure, but you can understand why that's happening. And I think there's a, a sense of ine- inevitability around him moving on. Um, less so maybe about Ryan Kent. Again, that's probably a conversation about maybe because Ryan Kent's playing again, it's you're quite easily blinded by what you're seeing in front of you. But I don't think Morelos has been anywhere near the Alfredo Morelos this season that we've been used to seeing. Um even under Gio or under um, Bill, I just don't think he's quite there, which does make you think that he thinks maybe that his time's coming to an end. And it's possible, I think it's probably right for him to go. Um, if Sevilla are um, looking to sign him on a pre-contract, I think that's a fantastic move for Alfredo Morelos. I think if it's true, then I think he'll be very, very lucky to get a, a move like that. And that's just based on... He's because he's his price has dropped. His price has dropped from what we what we got used to, what we got used to seeing Alfredo Morelos um, being at the, the kind of levels that he was at. Say we were touting him for 15, 20 million and the likes. Um, at times, I don't think he's quite near that just now. But I, I think a pre-contract move for him to Sevilla is a. I think it's a great move for Alfredo. I really do. I think it's brilliant for him. I think he would do quite well in the Spanish league. Um, and yeah, I would be. I would be a, ra- a wee bit of a raised eyebrow. I think if he, if if that did come to fruition, because I, I I wouldn't expect him to go to quite to that level. And I'm not saying they're like the championship just being. I don't think I don't mean it like that. But I thought he would be a kind of lower lower European sides, if that makes sense. Whereas they've got a kind of European pedigree and that behind them. And yeah, I think it would be a real good move for him. But I agree. I think it's looking. It's looking likely that Alfredo will be away at the end of the season one way or another. But yeah, I, I sat and said this about Conor Goldson as well, that I thought he was going and he's probably already signed a contract, etc, etc. And he ended up staying. But with Alfie, it feels different. It feels a little bit different because I just don't think he's he's not got the same... He's not got the same desire for it just now. I don't think he doesn't look like he knows what I know. I know he'll be one of these players that once he leaves, all they'll talk about is how good it was to play for a club like Rangers and the, the games that he had, the European runs he has. I know I expect Alfredo to say all that. I expect him to say nothing but good things about the club because the club have been nothing but good to him. But I think for both parties now, at this stage with Morelos, I think it's best that we thank you very much, Alfredo. It's time for us to move on to the next chapter. And I'll miss the guy. Of course I'll miss the guy. I, I love the guy. The guy's... And that celebration will be forever one of my favourites. It really will. And not just because Ali does it to me every time they score, but uh, every time he scores. But I, I think he's he's been a massive part of, of us for, for so long. But yeah, I, I, think, I think the time's coming to an end. Carney, see that goal that yeah. he scored down when we were watching the game in Berlin? That was unbelievable as well. I know it was... Yeah, it was. Weeks, it, was, it, was it was brilliant. Is that when the keeper made a, a Barry Hunt of it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was at Fox. No, I remember that. I think there's fans like me who are a bit... A bit I'm just, I'm just a bit aggrieved with Alfredo Morelos. I've got a wee bit of chip in my shoulder with Morelos at the moment because... He's never really got going this season and for me it's been down to him and his fitness and his attitude. But I think time will reflect well on Alfredo Morelos when he does leave and I'm sure we'll do some sort of pod or I'll speak about when he does leave. But um, just quick with Scotia, if he does go to Seville, that's a great move from him. He's, he's kind of punching there like uh, Peter Krause is punching with Abby Clancy's, you know what? <laughs> oh, let's not get into that chat. Um, no. Sevilla, Sevilla's a good move. I was actually, I don't watch an awful lot of English football, but I was um, looking, could 
You not do a job down in Newcastle. I think Newcastle need a striker, and I think Alfie's oh, the kind. It's not too far away. Not too far away from Glasgow, because I think he, I think he enjoys Glasgow. I think he's got a he's settled here and rips the arse out of it on too many occasions, to be honest. But um, I interesting. Like I go see since the transfer window closed. I've went through like weeks where it's like, oh no, Kent's going this week, Alfie's going this week, they're staying, going like I'm flipping all the time. Like, so I don't really know what will happen. Yes, it's a wee bit similar to Goldson. I don't think it's as critical as Goldson going last year than it is because I think we've got options and identified places to kind of improve. Whereas when Goldson wasn't signed, it, it was like, oh, what are we doing here, Suter? But we've no signed them. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, I've, I've loved them since since the game. What Jonathan Johansson got him from HJK Helsinki for what was it, one million pounds? I mean, he's paid paid the money. I would say he's paid more money for his transfer fee than Ryan Kent has for his. And now Ryan Kent was a big expensive transfer fee. And I think for Ryan Kent, an awful lot gets missed in the wash kind of thing of what he actually does for the team. So we've two both massive losses, but replaceable losses, I think. I don't think it's one of these ones that will fall apart. Yeah, I think so as well. I think in terms of that transfer fee, Ali, a million pounds we got from Morelos, yes, we could have cashed in a couple of years ago and made a significant more amount than that. However, Alfredo Morelos has paid that back um, with, I would give him a million pounds for his celebration at Celtic Park that day, to be honest with you, mate. <laughs> yeah, he's he's more than paid back that million pounds. Rangers, top goal scorer in Europe ever. They beat McCoyce, did they not? Yeah, um, they beat McCoyce, man. So, guys, he's fallen away this season, Morelos. He's, he's frustrated the hell out of me. I love Morelos as well, but he frustrates the hell out of me at times too. Yeah, I don't think he really gives a monkey's at times what he does. Sevilla, if that's his... If he goes there, I think he's going to watch with that. The Europa League kings there, I think they've won the Europa League most times in any other club since that tournament's been about. Morelos thrives in that competition, so maybe there you go. Maybe they're made for the two of them. So I wish him well, but he's not signing a new contract. I, the Goldson one, we all th- thought he was going, but this I'm more certain he's going. He's not. I don't think Rangers offering him a contract, and I wouldn't either. I've said it. Umpteen times this podcast. Because Alfie, he must be on about what, 38, 38 grand then if he's getting offered a new contract. Yeah, as much as I don't think he's that I don't think he'll be that high. But I reckon he's what thirty I would say thirty two plus thirty two thousand. I'd imagine that. Because what Matondo's seemingly on thirty grand a week, isn't he? If he burn no be man, I swear that you'll love that. Never oh, be a bad skate promo, but didn't know, lads. Oh, ah, I, just ruined yeah. it. I was just going to set it up there. But now that you've mentioned it, Alistair, thank you so much because that is a time for a word from our sponsors, Manscaped. Spring has sprung, and our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below the waist grooming, have the best tools for some spring cleaning. Look your best this spring and join the other 8 million men who have trusted Manscaped. Use the code CLUBAT22 to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Manscaped are here to change the way you, all you fellas, can take care of yourselves and groom the, with the Performance Package 4.0. Inside this ball care bundle, you'll find Lawnmower 4.0, the Weed Whacker, Eden Nose Hair Trimmer, 
crop preserver, bulb deodorant, crop reviver toner. Additionally, if you purchase now, you'll receive two free gifts, the performance boxer briefs and the shed travel bag. Always use the right tools for the job and head to their website and check out all their tools to help you upgrade your hygiene routine. Save 20% off and free shipping with the code CLUBAT22 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code CLUBAT22 at manscaped.com. What will your balls do, boys? Your balls will thank you. As enthusiastic as ever, lads. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. My, my voice is holding on by a thread here. Literally, on a boy here. It's holding on by a boy here. Oh, uh, you could have slapped that. I'll trim with my manscaped groomer once I finish the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and if, if you are wondering if, if it only does below the waist, Scotia is your perfect example. He used his ball trimmer on his face. So whether that's hygienic or not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just you forget that it's it, you can take it in the shower that we both trimmer. So oh, that you, go, it's not you keep your only fans out of this, Scotia. Not a place to plug your only well, fans. To be, to be fair, I did use a different shaver, everyone. Scotia's uh, crossed over his Scotland podcast with his OnlyFans and Club at 22, but that is an exclusive for everyone. You can use it in the shower, guys, so you get can. on that code. Get on that code. Right, let's go back Probably to this. Is right. That nonsense. right, I'm, I'm pulling it in here. Pulling <laughs> oh, um, Let's get on to the press conference. Michael Beale did a press conference. Obviously, Rangers are playing in the Scottish Cup quarterfinal against Rafe Rovers on Sunday. Uh, one o'clock kickoff. So Michael Beale did his press conference um, as always, and the player was Raskin. Um, he did say that he would be fielding the strongest team possible, which I was quite shocked and pleased that he said that Vidvan Yilmaz, uh, the Turkish delight and the future left back of this club, uh, would be available for selection, as would Leon King and John Suter would all be in the squad as well, which is really pleasing. He said there's a standard to be set. And he did say that he wants to get to Hamden again. If you're watching Michael, no, we don't. We want to win it. Um, he said that every game they're building their fitness and style. And if there's a shot that he was talking about Alfredo Morelos, whether he was upset or not about being left out, he said, of course he is. But sounds like Cholak will be playing because it's his shot to lose. And spoke about Ryan Kent after the international break. Uh, during the international break, he'll probably sit, try and sit down with him and I'd imagine try and persuade him to sign a new contract. Not really any much talk about um, Alfredo Morelos and that and that side of things. Uh, there was another few things I wanted to talk about, but I'll nip on to Raskin's as well. Raskin, for me, boy, spoke very well. Really like him. I've got kind of love-heart eyes for this boy at the moment. He's uh, everything I like seeing in a Rangers shot. Um, he says he likes to play as an eight or a six. Thought the team played really well. Didn't panic when they went down 1-0. Spoke about Todd Cantwell, how he has helped him settle in. The both of them coming in at the same time. Struck up a friendship and an understanding on and off the pitch. And he understands that Rangers need to win everything. It is a a kind of press answer, a a press-trained answer, but it is important for us to hear as fans that if they do understand it, we should be winning everything that we go in for. He said he's loving... Scotland and had a wee joke about the sun coming out. So they were good press conference. I quite enjoyed the two of them, but you can get them on the, the Rangers YouTube channel. 
the one thing I did want to kind of touch on, uh, guys, was they said that KMR Roof is out for the season. I hope mm-hmm. everyone was sitting down. There was no disclosure there. I should have told everyone, make sure you're sitting down before I delve the last news. KMR Roof, guys, is out for the season. We won't touch on this too much, but I do want to get your opinion from all of you. So, Ali, I'll come to you if you can get that grin off your face. KMR Roof is out for the season, Ali. What are we doing with him if we can? What are we doing with him in the summer? <laughs> Should I get rid of him? We're not going to get rid of him, though. <laughs> Honestly. See, when I seen it was his hip, I was like, oh, come on. And I put in the group chat, Ryan, and he had the cheek to say this as well. And this isn't, this, I know this is tongue in cheek, but this guy's livelihood and everything in his body. But he said he had never time, he, he never had time to fit in the operation. I was like, as if he's playing playing football consistently his career. I was like, is he actually having a laugh at that comment? He's getting down to that restaurant, isn't he? Ah, he's down to Barton again, PR for that place, Scotia. But um, it's unbelievable. I've, I think Scotia put in a group chat, can you think of a, a player that was as injury prone as this we've had at Rangers in a long time that's been there? Jordan Ross at I, but he never played though, but Kamar Roof, it's the guy's made a glass man. It's unbelievable. For a shoulder to he was nearly ready to come back to the, the cup game and now his hip's gone. Unbelievable. It's I don't know what else to say about Kamar Roof, but we need to try and cut ties with him. And he's saying that on his Instagram he's going to come back bigger and better once he's had this. I'd love to see it come out, but there's no chance he's just going to be this through his career. But I've got nothing else to say about it, Ryan, because we have a laugh and a joke about Kamara. And it isn't a joke because we're paying good money for him and we took the gamble on him. He has been decent. He's scored big goals for Rangers, but it's beyond a bit of a joke now. It's like, it is a joke now because we all have a joke about it, all the Rangers fans do, but we need to cut ties over the summer. I'm sorry. We need to, but he's holding the ace card, Ryan. So he can sit tight, tight if he wants because who's going to touch him? Yep, Scotia. Uh, Ali makes a great point there. He is holding the cards. I would put a lot of money on that KMR Roof is on over 20 grand. I would be pretty sure of that one. Uh, how do we negotiate a contract? How do we negotiate a deal to, to cut ties with him? Well, Roof's quite right in his contract situation, they go, well, no, just pay him up until the end of it. Can we afford to do that? I don't know how that works across the balance of the books for, like, a financial year, obviously, because, what, we April to March, March to April kind of thing. Um, does that split across it? Does that help us? Probably not. Um, but we signed Kamar, I mean, I remember signing Kamar Roof on the thing of being, he's a wee bit injury prone, and we'll get him cheap. Now, unfortunately, he's came to us, and this is, we've spoke about this before, it's our medical department seems to be getting worse and worse. Because I think he only had like two injuries when he was over at Leeds and when he was over at Anderlecht. For us, he's been out for so many different things. And it's, it's, I don't think he's had like a run of what, 10, 12 games, unless we're playing like Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday kind of stuff, like back before. We've got the Champions League game. So for saying, because he's without a doubt the best striker in Scotland, I would say. 
Yeah, I think but, he's fantastic. I would, I would, I would say the exact same thing about well, not the exact same thing, but like Philip Hellander. I think he's one of the best defenders currently in the country, but completely injured. So, yeah, how do we get rid of him? We don't. We, we hold on to him for another season, and then he'll go, and then he'll probably go back down south, score a barrel, barrel load of goals, and go like, oh, there's there's what we could have had that big end, oh. the, <laughs> uh, the bullseye, the bullseye thing. I know. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Uh, Carly came out with, I think, the positive to take out of this is after his Instagram post, I was quite shocked because it was black and white. I thought the worst had happened. But he is still alive, mate. He's just, he's had a, he's had a hip operation and um, he's back next season, mate. Yeah. Honestly, massive sigh. Pause for effect, all of that. Um no one's going to buy them. That's the thing. No one is going to. No one's going to buy them. But this is again one of the problems that Rangers have had. I think it is a bigger picture thing. Is it's uh, if we get them and we keep them fit, we'll get a tune out of them. Kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? And we do that far too often. I've said a million times. If Kamar Roof was fully fit, he wouldn't be playing in Scotland. He just wouldn't be playing in Scotland because he is a fantastic football player. He is. He's a great striker. He really is. But this. I don't know how much we 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 put we put up with it. I I understand people saying sell them in summer. It's not going to be as easy as that. I I also think the the pay them off thing is there really anything in that for us as as a team, or does it just will it make the fans feel better? Because say he does, I don't mean stay fit, but if he stays fitter a lot longer than he has this season, then I do believe he would contribute to the team. The guy's got goals in him, and it could be important goals that he scores because you know what he's like when he comes back. We've said it before, when he comes back, he doesn't need that time to get himself up to speed. He seems to just kind of hit the ground running because of his how intelligent he is as a football player. He knows where to be, he knows where to gamble, and it works for him more times than not. So it's a real difficult one. Um, was I shocked when I seen it? No, I just kind of laughed and thought, well, of course he's out for the season with an, an injury that we didn't know existed in him. Um, but I do think the club, I mean, if the club can agree, I don't know, you pay up half his contract or pay up three months of his contract and whether Roof would be open to accepting that, I don't know. It's really up to him. There's going to be no no rhyme or reason for Kamar Roof to do that. He's, he's entitled to stay and see out his contract and see what the options for him are after that. But yeah, it's a real difficult one now because he could contribute, he could, but I don't believe that Kamar Roof is ever going to have a fully fit season at Rangers. Uh, and I agree with Scotia, when he leaves Rangers, he'll probably go somewhere and score about 30 goals in a season and stay fit for about nine months. And that's just the, the way the world works, unfortunately. But yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I'm gutted. I'm gutted that he's injured and he's out again for the season because he, he is a good football player, there's no doubt about it. I, I, I do. I genuinely believe he's a fantastic striker, I do. But we can't just keep putting up with this as well because it frustrates the fans more than anything else, I think. Uh, he is on a good wage. His wage is going to... You said over 20, I think you'll be talking... You'll be talking close to 30, I think, for Kamar Roof. Uh, you're probably talking about a million pounds in order to release him, so if you're paying up his full contract. So it's a lot of money for Rangers to, to output. And would it be worthwhile us keeping him for another year? What's the worst that can happen? Um, we'll just need to wait and see. But, I mean, it's a hard thing to see all the time that Kamaru's back for two games and then he's out for a season. Yeah, I think the frustrations, it adds to the frustration because he is such a good player. 
and we all know that. Obviously, we do wish him. Joking aside, we do wish him well if he does leave Rangers or whatever. But because he is, he's a great player and he's gave us a lot of big goals. I th- the thing that sticks sticks with me, I think, I was with you, Carney. I don't, I don't know why, but it was before the Leipzig game. Was it you or Jamie Laws with? Uh, Jamie Lowe, admin assistant club back 22. Um, we saw Kmar Roof. Remember, we had no striker at Leipzig at home, and Kmar Roof was coming into the stadium at the car park. and Somebody asked him, Are you fit tonight? Because we were desperate for a striker, and he said, I won't be, but I'll play in the cup final next week. Yeah, and I think the next time he played was like November. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. That, that for me just sums Kmar Roof up. He just, um, he obviously really struggles with his fitness, but yeah, we wish him well, and we'll see how that one plays out in the summer. I, I'd like to see him leave, unfortunately. Right, we will move on to the Race Rovers game, which is on Sunday at one o'clock. Is it on television, guys? Yeah. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. Via play. Via play. Via play, thank you. It's on Via play, guys. Um, so I should have done my research on that one, but it's at one. It's a one o'clock kickoff, which is a bit better than your, the four o'clock normal four o'clock kickoff. So we play Rafe Rovers in the quarter final at Ibrox. Rafe Rovers who beat Motherwell three one in the last round, which is quite an impressive um, result for them considering they are seventh in the uh, Scottish Championship. However, Motherwell were going through a bit of a a, a black spell at the time. Um, I think they've changed their manager since then. Their manager. <laughs> Rafe Rovers manager is Ian Murray at the moment, who obviously used to play for Rangers. I didn't mind Ian Murray, actually, guys. He was half decent. Yeah, 50-60 games or something. Advocate brought him in, didn't he? Yeah, Yeah, Advocate brought him in from him. So, yeah, I think he's a half-decent player. And, yeah, so he brings his team to to Ibrox on Sunday. I am expecting a show from Rangers boys. I think I'm sticking with the positivity. I think they played well on Wednesday. I think... If he sticks with the same team, which I think he should do, and I think he should do it for the rest of the season because that team works, um, I'm expecting a show from Rangers. So I'm hoping for big things. Um, Ali, I'll come to you first. Rafe Rovers at home. It's very much the same kind of feeling as Partick Thistle coming, and that didn't play out the way we wanted to. So what are you expecting on Sunday, mate? And if you want to give me a team and score when you're done? Same as you. I'm I'm expecting a, a show. But I fully expect Wraith Rovers. I, I don't think Wraith Rovers will come. Partly this to their due, came and gave us a, a game. They actually took it to us. I think we w- walked out that day thinking we just need to turn up and we'll beat Partick Thistle. Rangers will not take this game like this because of that experience. I think Wraith Rovers will sit in like a lot of teams do when they come to Rangers. So they'll try and frustrate us and they've got the right to do that because if they open up, we will take them apart. But no, I'm expecting a show as well, Ryan. Um, I want goals, that's what I want. I want what I got on Wednesday night. I don't want us to go three up in the first half like we did against Kilmarnock and not come out in the second half. I want a 90-minute performance for Rangers. I fully expect him, well, I hope him, I hope he plays the same team and then if we are three, four up, then he can make changes to bring boys like Suter, Yilmaz, Matondo, dare I say, to get minutes into their legs. That's probably what he's thinking. So, my team for um, for Sunday is the same team that played against Hibs on Wednesday. They've got a, after that they've got a full week to prepare for um, Motherwell away on the Saturday. So there's no reason for boys to be rested. For me, they need minutes in the legs. Um, Cantwell, thanks to trying Scotsman there, um, Cantwell and Raskin. So 
yeah, for me, it's this exact same team, exact same team, and I'm going 5-0 Rangers, and the first goal scorer will be Brian Kent. He's due to score a goal. Alistair Pearson, the positivity bar has been set. Now the pressure is on. Scotia, I'm going to come to you. The pressure is on you. Can you beat that? 5-0 to Rangers. What are you expecting on Sunday? I think Ali does make a good point about Partick. They set up well for me at Ibrox. I think Ian McCall didn't get enough credit for how they played tactically at Ibrox. What are we going to see on Sunday? Ian McCall gets sacked the day after we get beat, you know. So... <laughs> Good luck, Ian Murray, then. Um, I, think it was, I think it was that night, mate, actually. It was. It was, was the same night. Yeah, yeah, it was the same night. Yeah, so um, no, I always liked Ian McCall. Um, I and Ian Murray. Um, no, I, I said to you, when we get drawn against um, Retrovers, my cousins, it's my... One of my cousins that sports Retrovers, it's his birthday today, so happy birthday, Kenny. He will not be watching this. Um, but he, I know he, him and his brother... This isn't a GBX his, either, Scotia. <laughs> oh, apologies. Him, his brother, and my auntie, their mum are going along at the game to support Retrovers. So they'll be in that end. So if anyone likes to throw stuff at people, and you're in that Scotia. area, don't do it. Them that. Scotia, come on. Scotia. Oh, no, it's fine. Um, no, That's a yellow no, card. Yes. No, so they're, they're going about it. And like, I was chatting away. And like, uh, for me, Retrovers, I've got in my head when we get beat off them in 2014 in the Challenge Cup. I think that that just that lives in my head. That that'll be rent free forever. Like Retrovers can always kind of throw that as, but and we'll, we'll be fine. Um, we're so much better than we were then to now. And um, so I'm looking forward to the game. I think it's going to be a, an impressive game for Rangers. I don't want too many changes. There will be one change when you see my starting lineup. You'll you'll get that. But that's the one only one wee small change I would make. Um, so I think we can go out and do this. Quite comfortably, I imagine. Um, so my team, my team will be McGregor, Tav, Goldson. Here's the change: Suter, bring him in. Borna, Jack, Raskin, Sakala, Cantwell, Kent, and Cholak. So I think give a give Suter a chance to kind of get up to proper full fitness and um, with Goldson beside him. Yeah, doing that, and um, I'm going five 0 as well, like Ali says. But I'm going to give Ryan Jack the first goal. So another, another a couple of Ryans to score the first goal there, the Ryan. Nice, nice. I'll take it, boys. There is no pressure on you now, Carney, because that's two five nils. So I'll you can go for it as well, mate, and I'll do the two to two each draw then, right? Um, what, do you, <laughs> what are you expecting on Sunday, mate? I think um I'm with the boys. I've got a good feeling about Sunday. I think we played well Wednesday. A wee bit of feel good factor about about the team and obviously the midfield as well. What are you expecting on Sunday? Yeah, I think Bale have learned from his mistake of Partick Thistle and trying to rush too many players back at the one time. Um, I'm not sure if he'll go full same team. I would like him to. I would like him to, but that would be the the same starting 11 three games in a row. When's the last time we've seen that? I would, you would need to look back in the history books for that one because that's, that's certainly a long time ago. Um, so I, I, I expect one or two changes within the starting 11, but I expect it to remain... I expect it to remain pretty much the same, um, pretty much the same. But yeah, Rangers should be should be comfortably dealing with Rafe Rovers. Um, I don't think it's anything we should really be worrying about. Um, I said that about this as well. I was not a very happy man at half time. Um, so we'll, we'll, but again, it's 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 crucial for us to get through this because it's ultimately the the one thing that we can 
definitely still win. I know we can still win the league, but I mean, it's, it's very unlikely that it will happen. So this is definitely a, an important game. Um, my starting 11, the usual back five as it's been just now, McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Davis, Barisic. I'm going to say Lundstrom, Raskin. I know, I know, Raleigh's rolling his head at me. I do get that, mate, but I think Lundstrom will come in. I think it'll be Raskin and Cantwell. Ah, and he's got to play the same front three. The only other one I could maybe see he might play Scott Wright on the left-hand side for Ryan Kent. He might even play Rabbi Matondo, dare I say it, on the left-hand side for Ryan Kent. Because the only reason I'm thinking he might do something like that is if he, he keeps the, the core of the team that's playing well just now, if he keeps them, then it gives them every chance to get themselves into the game and get themselves up to speed. But I expect Cholak and Sakala to start. But the left-hand side, the only change I can see is possibly Lundstrom coming in and somebody to play in, in the left-hand side, right, or Kent possibly but I would be very happy if you went with the same team I'll not be as optimistic I'll go 4-0 Rangers and I'll go Tony Goals to get the first goal Very very positive I'm liking it lads um, <coughs> I feel bad with Lundstrom I'm quite, I'm quite like Andy in Toy Story when he gets Buzz Lightyear and he ditches, <laughs> ditches Woody I've, kind of got, I've got Raskin now and I just don't want to, I don't want to play with Lundstrom anymore I'm done yeah, with him I'm going same team, boys, from Wednesday night. I don't see any reason why I shouldn't stick with it unless there is any kind of fitness issue with Jack. And I will go 4-1 again with Rangers. And I will go first goal scorer as Tory Goals. Um, I reckon he is going to start a bit of a streak again. Jim Stone, thank you very, very much. And thank you to... What, what a man. Oh, there he is. God bless America. <laughs> They they are today too, aren't they? They know they they do it all. Yeah, I reckon I reckon they've changed. I reckon they've changed numbers and they sit there and they go, "You go first. No, you go first. Aye. <laughs> the head the heads are tailored, don't they? Thank <laughs> you so much, <laughs> Justin and Jim. By the way, that's fantastic. He's are always proper supporting this podcast like that. It's, it's, I can't thank he's enough for that. He's are both members as well, so it's really incredible support. Thank you so much. I get embarrassed and I get lost for words when, when I see these coming in. So I, I really, honestly, it's amazing. And Lorraine as well. I think Lorraine put two durations in tonight. The true, the, yeah. the true Scotsman as well. He put in a couple of durations. It's brilliant. It's really. It's Ali, he wants, to, he quickly, wants to see some of the eggheads. Ali, Ali, quickly humour the, the trying Scotsman. When did you win the eggheads? Ten years ago. I'll tell you the exact day it was filmed. It was the exact day. Remember Man City won the... Premier League when Aguero scored that goal. Neville, Neville went, oh, Aguero! We, I don't want to go on about it, but we were sitting in a green room at the time and a wee, a popped in and she went, have you been studying? And we went, no, nah, we're watching the football. And she must have looked at us and went, these clowns are going nowhere. <laughs> um, we went down, it rolls over a £1,000 every show if they get beat. So you don't know what you're playing for. They said to us, you're playing for sixteen grand, And yes, we have beaten the eggheads. So there you go. That is our claim to fame. Fantastic. It's an exclusive. We should have kept that for that was that's content for, for subscribers, boys. That was a yeah. that was an exclusive. <laughs> There's plenty more exclusives to come. I'm gonna keep mine up my sleeve. Um, blows that blows that one out of the water, I'll be honest with you. Um it's something to do with mastermind and me winning it, but I'll tell you another time. Right. <laughs> we've came to, we've came to, but just a bit bang on an hour, guys. Um, really enjoyed that because I spoke 
There's a lot. I've actually got a few things noted down that I would love to spoke about, but we can do so uh, the next time we all meet. I uh, hope everybody enjoys the game. Thank you, everyone, for um, logging in, watching us, put comments in, doing donations. It is amazing. Like we said, we're over a million, uh, a million subscribers. That would be good. A million. That would be brilliant. That would be <laughs> super, <laughs> mate. However, we are we are closing in on a very big figure of four thousand subscribers. If we can get to that, everybody should take a job away that you share, share it with a friend and make sure a friend subscribes. That is your job for the night. Um, mm. But before I say goodbye, let me say goodbye to my guest, Ali Pearson. Hope you have a good weekend, mate, and enjoy the game on Sunday. I will enjoy the game. It's a good time. I'll have a, a wee bevy before and a wee bevy after. Um, Tommy's coming to the game as well, so I'll look forward to it. But um, aye, I will look forward to Sunday and I will be back, no doubt, with a, a match reaction. Superb and fellow egghead uh, Scotia Gamel, thank you, mate. Uh, cheers. Just through the grapevine, I've heard that um, Ray Trover's having a wee night on Saturday evening to celebrate. I don't know why they're doing this because it's two years later, but when they won the League Cup at our, our stadium, not against us, right enough. They won a bike, but um, they might have sore heads come Sunday afternoon. And who did they beat against? Who did they beat at Ibrooks? Oh, that's right. Oh, uh, and uh, Scott Carney. Uh, thank you very, very much, mate. Thanks for uh, letting me host again. And hope you get better for Sunday, mate. Yes, I say I should hopefully be. I've, it's only my, it's only my fitness now. My back is the only problem, mate. I, Feeling-wise, I feel okay. I've just not really got a voice. Uh, no, and for the record, by the way, I didn't win the eggheads, but I didn't need to tell you that. He's well aware that I was not on the eggheads. Um, I am nowhere near intelligent enough to do something like that. But no, uh, Magic, great chat tonight, lads. Thank you, everybody in the chat, for joining us, as always. And the donations, again, absolutely fantastic. Um, bring on Sunday. Looking forward to getting to Ibrox. So, yeah, uh, cheers, everybody. Yeah, cheers indeed. We are Club at 22 and we'll see you for a reaction on Sunday. Cheers. <laughs>